What's up, y'all? Welcome to Three Brothers and a Shot of Milk. We're talking superheroes, movies, TV, video games, anime, action figures, comic books, and more. I'm Lawrence St. Victor. We got Jack Walker Pierce, Richard Wilson, Christopher St. Victor. Gentlemen, what's going on? How was your week? What are you watching? What are you reading? What are you playing? What's going on? So I finally read a comic book for once. Wow. I've read uh, reads. Yeah, I can read. Is it Batman eighty nine? No, of course not Batman eighty nine. <laughs> but I did read Department of Truth, and then yeah, I went, buddy. And I cop two and three. Look at you, man. Yeah. Are you enjoying it? You enjoyed I like it? it? I like it. It was a little bit. It's a little bit scattered in the beginning, and then once it comes together after the first like kind of reveal, or it, it, it comes. I like it. I'm liking it. You must like you bought the second and third volume. Yeah, yeah. It's like, let me get into it. Let me get into it. Let me get into it. Yeah. Um, I'm also reading a comic. I'm reading uh, the, um, this graphic novel my sister gave me, Sculptor. I was telling you about that one, uh, I think, on my birthday. It's pretty great. I'll have to let you borrow it, Lawrence, when I see you yeah. after I finish it. I'm yeah. also reading, this may be the Department of Truth. Maybe one of the best comics that come out this year. And the other one that's on that list is Something is Killing the Children. They had volume two and three. They didn't have volume one. Oh. So I'm reading my, I, I got this comic book swap at this place I work at uh, with my buddy West. And so he gave me volumes one through four. It's so good. I started volume one and then life happened, but it was freaking. You would put that above. So you put Department of Truth first. And and then something is killing the children? I don't know. I don't know about that. Something is killing the children checks all the boxes for me. Mm. The Department of Truth, I just, I love the content. I like the, I like the, the backdrop of it. Is The Department of Truth, I, I can see so effortlessly being a film. Yes. Something's killing the children could be a film, but I think it'd be better as a television series. Yeah, for Stranger, like, uh, Stranger Things, man. Like, yeah, streamers. but it's yeah, but it's like Stranger Things for HBO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rich, what have I been doing? Uh, so Buzz Lightyear, or was it Lightyear? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Lightyear. Lightyear. Quite the entertainment, I must say. Can I ask you a what, question, what? Rich? What are you going to go ahead, go ahead. Okay, no spoilers. Mm -hmm. Did the bad guy arc make any kind of sense to you? No, no spoilers, but did it make sense to you? Because it just kind of happened, and I was like, where did yeah, it happen? It happened. I mean, I mean, I really can't talk about it without spoiling it. Answer, it no answer. It, it did to a way. It, it did in a way, but mm, I guess it didn't. I think it did it a bit. Because it, it, it oh, damn it. But yeah, no. I, I, no yeah, simple answer. Yeah, I think it made sense. Okay. To a degree. All right. To a degree. All right. Um, in my mind, because I'm thinking about time travel. Ooh. Okay, yeah. But anyway, yeah. um, I was looking at Miss Marvel. I had to go back and look at the boys with my lady. So now we're on see episode three. No, we're about to hit episode three. Um, what else? What else was I doing? What else have I been watching? Oh, uh, Amazon Prime. There was a um, was actually on Showtime. There is what are you called again? The man that fell to Earth. I believe. Yeah, yeah, that joint with Chiwetel and um. Yeah. I'm, I'm, Naomi I'm on like episode two. I'm kind of digging it. Yo, the first the first episode was uh, pretty entertaining. I was like, yeah, this is, uh, I, I think this is a nice little story of an alien dropping onto Earth, and then it's like there's like there's a whole thing. There's a whole thing going on there. I'm not going to spoil stuff, but it's good stuff. I recommend watching it. It's worth jumping um, into. You I recommend? think it's worth jumping into so far. Yeah, you know, it'll be like two episodes in, bro. Um, and uh, that is about it. Yeah. 
Sounds like a good week to me. Um, I'll jump in. I, I, I'm caught up on the boys and no spoilers, but let me just say the latest episode called Herogasm. Before the episode starts, they put a disclaimer up for you, you know, sensitive audiences. The disclaimer reads as this. Some scenes may not be suitable for some, really most. Let's be honest, all viewers. But rest assured that any consensual relationships that depicted, be they human, animal, superhero, or other, aren't real, harmed no one, and in fact cost a hilarious large amount in visual effects. Mm-hmm. They put that before the hero-gasm episode. Yes. And that's all I'll say. The boys has not disappointed me <laughs> yet. Man, uh, what else I do this week? I watched Spiderhead. Chris, we were just talking about it. Yeah. I dug it until the end, until the last act, and then it kind of just kind of <laughs> fell apart. Do you wait for something crazy to happen? It just doesn't happen. Happen. <laughs> But leading up to it, I enjoyed it. And freaking Chris Hemsworth, top, charming freaking guy, a charismatic villain, man. And Miles Ooh, Teller. Villain. Yeah, he's he's the guy. Uh, basically, without spoiling it, he runs this kind of lab. And yeah, I've seen the people, trailer. Yeah, and everyone. So he's he represents corporations taking advantage of the little guy, <laughs> and he does it with so much swag to the point where you can see why people would agree to doing what he's saying. He's selling it, and he's having a ball selling it. Um, so that was freaking dope. What else did I do? What else did I watch? I watched some. Oh, I finally started Stranger Things. Man, this thing is freaking fire. Yep. Yeah. It's fire. And, and what a good villain this time around. Oh too. my yeah. gosh. And yeah. we were talking about horror films before, and my favorite's Nightmare on Elm Street. And this whole this is place yeah. is freaking Freddy. This is a, yep. this is my jam. This is my freaking jam. Um, and that's it. Read some comics, you know, and 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 and, and has some time to just do what I like to do, play the quarry, and then Wednesday happened and life started again, and I haven't done anything. But that has been my week. Chris, I got a question for you. What's that, Lawrence? Why did Batman take a break from fighting crime? Why did Batman take a break from fighting crime, Lawrence? Because it was becoming the bane of his existence. <laughs> I knew where you were going. <laughs> He'll give finger guns to anything. No, no, point. not to anything. Just to my jokes, Jack. Which <laughs> is anything at this point. Wait. Rich, hey, get it? Bane! The get Bane it? of his existence? Listen, again, just because you repeat it doesn't mean it's going to make it funnier. The Bane <laughs> of his existence. Because you get it? There's a guy named Bane? There's a, there's Bane? a villain named Bane. I get hey. it. Yeah, no. I, if you have to explain it, it's not funny. Oh. Well, in this case, it might just not be funny. I got a question for Chris, though. What's that, Jack? No, it's an actual question. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> when you're shooting your uh, your finger gun bullets there, what kind of ammunition? What kind of guns are they? Are they uh, like ammo gun? Are they laser guns? Or are they, uh, are they? They're nine millimeter. It's my daily carry, so it looks like it'll be a nine millimeter. Is it is in Texas. In Texas. Don't go anywhere without it. Okay. Wow. Boom. Let's go down the street, make a right at the light, a left at the corner, and that brings us to the collector's corner. It's show and tell time. Here at the collector's corner, we take something out of our toy chest, something out of our, of our collection shelf, something out of, out of our video game case, and showcase it to the world. It can be worth millions of dollars or just sentimental. Um, today I'm showing off my 
original Miss Marvel comic. This is Miss Marvel number one, uh, graded. It's a five point five. So it's only worth a hundred thousand dollars, not two hundred. Yeah, it's a little. You know, Came out in nineteen seventy-seven. So anyone who is watching the Disney series Miss Marvel, this is the Miss Marvel she's actually would be. Does she have polyamorous powers, Jack? She's definitely got some. Uh, it's still good. She's got. No, it's not rich. No, it's not. Got, she got some kind of powers. I mean, powers of persuasion Wait, that, for sure. That's that's that. supposed to be Kamala Khan or no? That's Carol Danvers. Yeah, Miss Marvel. So she wasn't Captain Marvel. No, not originally. I don't think oh. so. This was oh, seventy-seven. So there's no Captain there. She's you know, she got to be home in time to cook and clean. She's Miss yeah, Marvel. Yeah. Back in the day. This is the original Miss Marvel. For those of you who can't see, and it is odd to do show and tell without being able to see a damn thing, let me just describe the cover real quick. This is a 30-cent comic, which says on the cover, you got big, bold block letters, Miss Marvel in the Marvel font print. Miss Marvel is in a very revealing outfit. It's not practical at all. It's not practical for crime fighting at all. That's exactly how you need to fight crime. And you're in space. Come on. And she's in space. She's flying down the cover. What's interesting about the cover, though, is it's very Spider-Man centric. You got J. Jonah Jameson here smoking a cigar. You got Peter Parker out of the mask. And I believe Mary Jane over here in the corner with red hair. And then you got her fighting Spider-Man's... Oh, lizard. Uh, scorpion. Lizard. Scorpion. scorpion. Yeah, you got her fighting scorpion in the other corner. And I don't know what I think she's doing. She's answering a phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love the 70s, man. 70s. So it's a pretty cool, and it definitely feels Marvel's 70 art wise. Yeah, yeah. That's a good pickup, man. Wow. Yeah. Right. Sick, sick, Jack. You don't disappoint. You got to, you, do you have a d- d- display? Do you have these on your wall or something? How how are you displaying all these graded comics yet? Didn't I, didn't I show you guys this thing? It's my box. oh your box. Comic oh yes, box. I forgot. We got all up in your box. Ooh, whoa, <laughs> all up in that box. Whoa, that's double was, box detail. I was waiting for Rich to say pause, but he just co-signed on it. <laughs> in the box. Oh, he tried to jump into that joke. <laughs> oh man, try to jump in your box. Uh-oh. All right, that's okay. Pause. <laughs> there it is. There it is. There it is. Nice, Jack. Nice, Rich. What you got? I don't have nothing. Just turn I'll around and grab something. Just turn around and. What? I'm, I'm going to show you. Show you my new shelf. Yes, it's a victory, I got, brother. I got my setups going on. I got one shelf just for the Batman. I got a shelf for the uh, for the Mandalorian and Star Wars. Uh, I took I took Homeboy out the box. I took Mando, Mando out the box because I got two of them. Right, he's a bobblehead. Yes. The other one I have is an Amazon exclusive, and he uh, it comes Chrome. I didn't want to open that one up. Ooh, but this one right here. Yeah. Look at the bobbles. Look at the bobbles. Most of them don't have the bobbleheads. Most of them are just like, you know, get the vinyls and you turn the heads. But I love the bobbles. Everyone loves the bobblehead. Anyway. This is going to be a video, Jack. <laughs> it really is. Anyway, so then we go down to the next shelf. Every, mind you, everything is not complete. I have my My Hero Academia figures and statues. Um, I'll start taking them out the box soon. I want to set up lights and everything, make it very, yeah, you know, get on Jack's level back there. Look at that! Look at that! Just that is nice. Light shining back there. That is nice, Jack. And then down here, like it's just like random right now. I got gargoyle. I got my um my evil Batman with Superman right there. My multiverse joint. And then uh, I got Thanos and 
Iron Man from the Infinity Saga. You got to take that one out, man. Come on. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I mean, at this point, I'm not even worried about the resale. I'm just going to take them out, put them in, put them in that's, there. Nah, that's a good figure. And to keep. the bottom, I'm not sure what's going on, so it's kind of just random pops down there right now. Mm-hmm. Well but, done, uh, Rich. That's what we got. That's what we got. Backgrounds of the bananas, man. Yo, it's great. Hey, listen, y'all want to get shelves? Target, thirty-five bucks. Not Real bad. Talk. Five shelves. Real talk. Well done, Rich. Target, sponsor us. <laughs> sponsor us. Give us money. Chris. So, remember last week we talked about, oh, if you're not following our Instagram, follow our Instagram at 3 billion and of Milk. We posted about the what if uh, Miles Morales was <laughs> yeah. the biggest wow. cooning, shucking, and jiving book I've ever seen in my entire life. So, of course, I bought this one. <laughs> of course you bought it. <laughs> oh, you doubled down on that one. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because I was like, you know what? I saw the the, the panel we posted on Instagram. I'm like, this is ridiculous. I have to read it. And I was like, let me order it from this online comic book shop. Then they, I ordered it, paid for it, then responded to me. We're no longer shipping this title. I said, are they pulling this thing off the shelf? Oh. And then I went to my local comic book shop, and they had. He's like, I have, I have this one, and I have the variant. I'm like, give me both because. <laughs> hey, are they really? Are they? They're not pulling it. Are they pulling it? I don't know. Probably not. I mean, they're, not <laughs> they're not going to reprint it. Yeah. I don't think they're reprinting this. Internet's going crazy over oh, this. Oh, can I let me tell you? It is as fantastic as the, those <laughs> Q panels lead, lead it to be. There is. <laughs> Go ahead, Jack. Can you give our listeners uh, a brief overview of what if Miles Morales was Thor? Yeah. So it would be. It's. You take a story and try and make it so woke that it goes way past woke and becomes actually super racist. So it opens up <laughs> with Miles Morales walking through the hood of Asgard, and <laughs> yeah. it it the the you know how they give like the background bubbles. I forgot the, the, the there's a term for them. The, the text boxes, yeah. It's rap. It's terrible, <laughs> terrible, terrible. <laughs> urban hip-hop for negroes it is the is the worst so then it's there's no substance to the story it's a typical loki tries to pull a fast one and then he doesn't all they all they look like they tried to do is pack as much slang and like stereotypical nonsense into each panel as possible mm. you ha- it's so bad you have to read it that's how, that's how it is he said by odin's fade <laughs> okay, let me tell you something. You know that you know there's frost giants, right? We all know there's frost giants. Why are the frost giants have a fade and rock and a gold chain? Bruh. Why did he graffiti his hammer? <laughs> why is there graffiti? It, it this is gonna be part of the news segment, but we might as well just stay here for a bit. It was graffiti on everything. It on was like- everything. <laughs> on and 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 it was made by I believe I don't. Uh, he's a Mexican American, or is he Mexican? I think he's Mexican American. Well, he he lived in America most of his life, and like Marvel co-signed on this depiction of Black culture. And Chris, we were talking about this, and it's like watching Spider Verse and seeing Miles Morales have Jordans on with his Spider-Man costume should seem offensive. It just seemed too much, but it works because the people behind the story are so authentic to what this world is. This is like you watch juice and you like love nineties rap and they put everything in this. And there's not a sense of authenticity in this entire book. It's crazy. Why, why is Odin sitting on a throne in Tim's? He's wearing Tim's, Rick. Let me ask you a question. Here's the thing, because 
three quarters of us are colored. <laughs> is that right? Is that that's math, huh? <laughs> now, Very well done there. We've all owned, I don't know, probably you too, Jack. We've all owned a pair of Tim's, but we've all worn them in the in inappropriate times. I don't go to, to a wedding and wear Tim's. I don't go to a coronation and wear Tim's. If I was a god, I probably wouldn't wear Tim's, Chris. Depends on what type of New York wedding you going to. <laughs> Facts. But it's 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 an abomination. But I will I will now search and, and have to buy one because if anyone's gonna profit off of our misery, we might as well get a couple. Let, let, yeah, let me give you some like quotes. Sell it. Let me let me throw some some quotes out there for you. Thor's fighting a frost giant. He spins, you know, Thor spins his hammer. Time to spin these hits. The next one, <laughs> he hits the frost giant. Now that was a banger. Oh. <laughs> right up to your face and this you is the next one. It's like it does. Yes, stop. exactly, Rich. Eat he's not he's not doing that in the other what ifs. Like what it, and there's a whole slew. For those of you who don't know that it's what if Miles Morales were uh Captain America, if he were Iron Man, if he's Thor, if he's Hulk, if he's they're just kind of going down the list of Avenger and popular Marvel characters for Miles Morales to what if. Mm-hmm. But I don't think this is the one that's popping off. And I could be wrong. I have to fact check this. If I'm wrong, next episode, I'll, I'll clear it up. But I believe the other ones are like black writers are involved in the other what ifs. Oh, please. I hope so. Not in this what if. <laughs> but this is the one that people, you know, this is the version of bad press is good marketing. I guess it's good. People are buying. Chris just bought this one. He didn't buy the other I'm, ones. I'm, I'm more about I'm, to buy this one. You didn't buy the I other don't, one. But it's good. I, I guess I would say good for who? And I, I guess Marvel. Because it's not good for... But it's not good for Marvel either, though, is it? They're just not, making some pocket change. It's not good for anybody. Because yeah, it's, it's, it's just... It's, I, don't, I don't have any words for it. I went back and forth with a guy on Instagram about it. Because he was just trying to, like, justify its existence. We had Party Thor in the What If series. I'm like, that wasn't a judgment on a whole people group and culture. Well, and it's like, freaking <laughs> use me in a frat dick, boy. Dick. Yeah. yeah. Like, not everybody on Asgard was, like, a surfer dude. <laughs> it was just Right, like, right. But every <laughs> single person down to the Frost Giants is... <laughs> Given daps, have gold chains, fade, tents. It is terrible. Man, man. Well, good pickup, Chris. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I went into my toy chest and I pulled out. So Spider-Man had that animated series back in the 90s. And of course, like everybody, I loved it. So I have a bunch of figures from that series. I got my Carnage from that series. I mean, these figures were so good. And you can play with them. You can play with them and they won't break. They last. The paint stays good. Got my Carnage. Got my Hobgoblin. Ah, so good. And I have my Reptile. I went in on these. Lawrence is showing us some clearly 90s, early 2000 toy sculpts here. And they look pretty retro. They have what, like four elements of articulation? One, two, three, four, five, including the head. Okay, there you go. But you can play with these from the, like I said, the 90s Spider-Man animated series. That's Toy Biz, right? Yes, Toy, yeah. Toy Biz circa 1994, man. Yeah, you can spot those 90 builds. And then freaking Venom. Yep. His mouth opens up. Not the tongue one, Venom. Chris, you have the one whose tongue. I have the tongue one. I don't have the tongue one. And then, of course, Spider-Man. And, man, these got some play. I love these. And I'll tell you what about McFarlane. They don't stand well. You need to put stands and all that stuff. Let me tell you about these. You can put them down and they stay right there. 
Love these freaking toys. Good toys. I got a Doc Ock somewhere, but I couldn't find them. Nice. Man. Uh, Very nice. Rich, what shirt are you rocking today? I ain't rocking nothing. I'm rocking a, a TA shirt. It's nothing comic related or anything like that. It's all my, 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 my people. It's my car group and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, we out in the streets waving. Yeah. Sitting there going, what am I missing? No, it's a TA <laughs> technical advantage. You know, that's it. And got some more in the back. But, you know, it's my people's. Shout out to technical advantage. You know you're listening. Yeah, shout out. Big shout out. Well done. Jack, what do you got on? Under, under your Hawaiian shirt. I'm rocking my Sonic, Sonic shirt. Yeah. That, that is dark. Yeah. Oh, that's dark. I worked the, uh, we, I built a set for the promotion when the film came out and managed yeah. to swag myself up a little it's like bit. like a neon Sonic sign on your yeah. shirt. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's like, it looks like it's penciled in in blue and white and green pencil and it glows in the dark and the shoes are red obviously hey, chris you got chris? your 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 we saw that that hot yeah i did this uh, for I, my basquiat uh joker t-shirt that's yeah, it. i gotta get one of those that's it's sick you can actually you can wear that out for real you know yeah. man and lawrence looks like he just came from the gym or about to work out tonight it's it's gonna be a long night tonight mm. uh but if you dress for the gym then you'll work out because so that's a, that's a hack. Just put on your gym clothes when you wake up, and maybe you'll work out later. Or you'll um, spend all right. day in gym clothes. <laughs> that's what you do. That's what I do. I think it's time for some news. It's time for the news. So, um, Endgame directors would love to see Chris Evans as Wolverine. They said Evans has incredible range and a great physicality, and he's real good at body control, said Joe Russo. Chris is energetic and funny and charismatic and brings a lot of energy to set. I love to see him do something like Wolverine. So we're getting a funny Wolverine? It's Marvel. It's the MCU. Everybody's funny. Can we get Tom Hardy as Wolverine? He's Venom. He's Venom, baby. Can we get someone short and stocky and angry for no apparent reason as Wolverine? Let's get Danny DeVito. Can we get Danny DeVito? Man. He's funny. He's very funny. He's funny too. Um, I don't think it'll happen because obviously he's Captain America, but I think it's pretty funny that that's what they have. That's who they would like to see. But Joe Russo said it. And the Russo brothers are casting this major project right now Mm. that apparently is going to involve a lot of motion capture. they, They kill it. They've already proven they can kill that genre. And also do like simple films as well. Um, well didn't, didn't Chris Evans say that he was done with uh, Captain America? Yes. Yeah, Captain America. He said America. he'd come back as Human Torch. Yeah. So, I mean, he could still do Wolverine. Do we want? No. Yeah. This is the same universe, man. Yeah. You got to give me somebody. You got to give me somebody outside this universe. I, I can't even. Give me a short, squatty, aggressive for no reason, hairy for no reason dude playing need over a, him. no we got to sell this movie man we need we need we need strapping handsome short no did you see there's muscular. a fan there's a fan short with Wolverine and he looks like like over the hill Wolverine. He goes to a barber shop just to get a fade. They recognize him as Wolverine. They slit his throat cuz they think <laughs> they're killing this guy. And you see this short, stocky, aggressive, pseudo-Italian-looking cat just murk these guys hardcore. Yo. Well, that'd be dope. I think that'll be our that next week's. I'm going to give you a heads up. Next week's debate question is, if you can cast the X-Men in the MCU, who would you cast and why? So that's your heads up debate question for wow. me. Okay, wow. You're going to have to wait two weeks for that one, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, you will. Yes, you will. Jack. 
One Piece film Red is coming to North American theaters. Crunchyroll and Toy Animation will distribute One Piece film Red in the U.S., Canada, Australia, and New Zealand this fall. More will be revealed at the Anime Expo on July 2nd. Have you seen this film already? I I don't know. I've seen a lot of the One Piece films. Mm. But I, but here's exciting news. I am building stuff for the Anime Expo. Oh, you're going to get inside knowledge, dude. Yeah, I'll be there. I'll oh. be there. And now I know what to look for. Looking for my One Piece fix. If y'all didn't know, <laughs> Jack is a huge One Piece fan. He loves One Piece. So even if you have seen this, you got to see it on the big screen, man. Yeah, yeah. You know what's funny is I was actually, uh, maybe I'll show and tell it. Nah, I'm not going to show and tell it. Anyone who's worked, anyone who's seen One Piece and watches it knows there's uh, this great character, Laboon. Laboon! He's a whale that the pirates meet. And uh, I've been sculpting my whale. I finally fixed his tail today. So maybe oh. I'll show, maybe some point I'll show you guys my Laboon whale. Wow, look at you. Okay. I'm looking forward to that, man. The Dark Knight Returns original artwork, number one cover art sold for $2.4 million. That's crazy. That's just especially, the cover art. Especially considering it's it's relatively new. Yeah. Late 80s. Yeah. You can see it's, it's not a, it's not a, but this joint right here, it's, it's the, the cover art is of, you know, that, that iconic shot of Batman in the sky with the lightning behind him. Yeah. That's that original artwork is. That's, that's pretty crazy. I mean, but when you think of it, like the most valuable comics are from the thirties and sixties, mm-hmm. something that was drawn in the eighties. Our lifetime. <laughs> It's crazy that that's selling for m- m- millions. millions. Clearly, we've been collecting the wrong stuff. I think so. Or I might have that number one, but it's like crumpled and fingered and all that stuff. Yep. Yeah, you, know, you, you think pictures <laughs> like to finger your stuff. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Back to the Future. The musical is coming to Broadway in 2023. Screenwriter Bob Gale and director Robert Zemeckis have been fiercely protective of the franchise, of the trilogy. That's why there's no Back to the Future 4 and no reboots. But they have taken an active hand in writing the book for the musical, which opens in London's West End and, of course, will come to Broadway. This could be fun. Yeah. And I hear it's going to be playing opposite uh, across the street from the Joker, the musical. <laughs> oh, please no! I back to the future musical could be cool. That music, I mean, was I would, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's okay Jack because you're going music. into expecting a musical. You guys saw how the Spider-Man musical turned out. Yeah, but what well, people that's paralyzed well, stuff? into darkness because yeah. everyone was waiting for them to turn the lights off. I did. I did see that, and it wasn't the problem. Is they sold that thing as Spider-Man swinging around, and after the first five minutes, you're like. Okay. <laughs> and there's a lot more musical left. <laughs> but back to the future. If they get the songs, if they get licensed to all those songs, it could be pretty fun. I want to see the car on stage. I worked that, uh, on, the man. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang musical on Broadway. Their car, the car loan cost something like $2.6 million, something crazy like that. Mm, dude. But it, but it was pretty cool on stage. This might be cool. Um, Kevin Feige says... The next MCU saga will be revealed soon. Who we cares? Have, Jack is such a you. You're the you care the most. Wow. Yeah, but they've they've they have been like K 
killing me on everything they've dropped the last two years. Everything since Endgame has been like, what are you guys doing? I will say, Mephisto, I heard. No, it's not Mephisto. Please don't bring that. In their defense, I will say after the first Avengers movie, when you look at Thor The Dark World, when you look at Iron Man 3, a lot of their movies after the first Avengers films were kind of like one-offs before we got into the Thanos saga. So these are kind of one-offs before we get into the... I don't know about that. The next Listen, saga. Here's what worked about those movies that otherwise might not have been. Thor: The Dark World did not work. I know it didn't, but at least you knew it was building to something. So you it wasn't. Watched it. Nothing what? built. Thor: The Dark World did not build to anything. They introduced the other uh, crystal. Right. They showed the crystal. So there you go. Iron Man three didn't build to anything. Iron Man three was the worst. It did not. Did not build to anything, and we didn't uh-huh. know that Winter Soldier was building to something. We just watched it. We didn't know that it was gonna go forward. So maybe this is their kind of like they're, they're in between space. Now, what do you guys think the next saga is going to be? We have they know, it doesn't feel like it's. Gonna I'll be tell you what, it, it's missed opportunity. Is what it should have been the stuff that was going on with Thor and the stuff that was going on with Doctor Strange. But I'm not Thor, but Loki. The stuff that's going on in the Loki series and the that's, stuff that went on the Doctor it's still Strange. Still my play because we got I mean, Kang, we got Kang coming up in the uh, the Ant Man movie and we got Secret Wars coming out like. This, we don't know where it can go, but there's stuff coming to suggest. You will find out during Comic-Con or, or DX3 or whatever. You're right. Whatever the next series saga is, it definitely involves uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Since Samuel has not been in these films, we're just not building the universe anymore. Sam, where are you, man? Get back in these films he's, so we start he, building our world. He's about to star in Secret Wars. There so you we'll go. see that's if the that's, next thing. that's the thing. We'll see. Maybe not. Who knows? But I know one thing. I know that's the news. That was the news. So, Chris, stop smiling. Chris, Rich, get your, put your game face on. Jack, get your head in the game. It's time for debate. Let's, Let's get, get ready to run. <laughs> oh. Yo, I can't believe we're halfway through the year. It's crazy. We're done with June. We we finished our sixth month. So let's have a half a year review. So far in 2022, give me your, what was the number? <laughs> three? three? Three. Give me your top three, and it includes movies and TV. You're not going to give me three of each. Your top three movies or TV shows of 2022. We should all have the same top three. If we're not, we need to really reconsider. Did Venom 2 come out of 2022? I think so. I think so. We're not going to have the same top three. <laughs> you start the ball rolling for us since you're so clear on your three. Yep. Yeah. So in no particular order, number one, the Batman, of course. Yes. Yes. For me number too. two, Spider-Man. Mm-mm. 2021. Yeah. Sorry, December man. 2020. No, wait, what was, no, it was December? Yeah, it came out. A few shows too. Myself. All right. He's I'll jump to my number three and I have a backup. Uh, Ghostbusters. Was that 2022? Yeah. Yeah. It was Ghostbusters. Nope. 2021. Chris, you're ahead of the game, brother. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Just watch them all late. <laughs> I guess that's what it is. Shoot. You watch this on time. Yeah, no, I watched it. You're right. It was 2021. 2022, baby. Do you want to list some of the stuff that came out this year, Chris? Yes. Well, no, don't help him, Jack. Don't help him. Oh, shoot. Would you like to take some time to think about? Yes, let me come back. I'm sorry. I I, I don't know what's going on. Uh, I was so convinced. Those three movies, I'm like, 
These are our movies. That's it. No. Oh, man. No. I, I feel like every time Chris goes first, it's like that moment in the sitcom where then the music plays and it's like, there goes Chris again. <laughs> <laughs> You're the Michelle Tanner of the group. Wow. <laughs> you got it, dude. There it is. I'll go next. I'll go next. Um, in oh, no particular Really go form. first. I'll go for you. are right. I'll go first. Uh, the Batman. Yeah. Loved the Batman. Uh, next up, yo, Peacemaker did me right. I love yeah. Peacemaker. Yeah. And I didn't finish this yet, but so far, like, I don't care what they do. Stranger Things is my number three. I ain't finished the season yet. And so far, I'm like, I'm so in. They're, they're, they're checking all my boxes. So that's my three. Look, man. And my boxes go deep. And the boys didn't make the list. Pause. I love the boys with Stranger Things. The nostalgia part is really is get is is it's doing that thing. I feel like a kid in the eighties again watching that. Is doing what that. did you say your second one was? Peacemaker. Peacemaker. Yeah. I, I really that was a wonderful surprise. Maybe it's not fair because boys is like season three. I'm so used to it, but I was not expecting Peacemaker to be what it is. Um I'm and I love the boys, but I'm still waiting for it to like where are we going. Where are we going? And I wonder if they're going to solve the Homelander problem. Because eventually, Homelander has to go. And the show's called The Boys. So the show shouldn't have to end because Homelander goes. It should still set them up to take down more soups and more organizations. But the show is so Homelander, and he's so on the edge. I'm like, dude, you have to step over now. Like, right now, we're just waiting for you to do the thing. So it's kind of in a weird place. I love it, but it's in that weird place. Uh, Chris, are you ready? (laughs) I go, Moon Knight is my new favorite show because it was so different than any other superhero show that we're used to. I know, don't give me that. I wish you guys, I wish you guys listening could see Lawrence's face right now. I know how you feel about Moon Knight. We talk about it all the time, but I like Moon Knight wasn't in Moon Knight. He was in it for five. (laughs) Moon Knight was dope. And then my number three is Top Gun Maverick. Are you wow. are you freaking wow. crapping? No, 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 yep. hell no. We're yep. picking that because you I, am not go down, <laughs> I am not gonna go down that rabbit hole, but Top Gun Maverick was freaking dope and it hit the same nostalgia buttons Dude. as uh some of the other movies for me. I if that. Top Gun Maverick, if the end of Top Gun Maverick were the whole film, that would be on my list too. You and put it up in Peacemaker, the- Chris. Top Gun Maverick is better. Top Gun- Maverick. It me, it's the reason why Top Gun Maverick made a billion dollars right now. It's because yes. the U.S. military backed this film. Oh, yeah. U.S. military. I was going to say that, Jack. U.S. military backed it. I don't know what to say. You never even seen Top Gun 1. You never seen any of the Top Guns. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Why? Yeah. You got nothing to say, Lawrence. Yeah, you can't throw a flag. You got, no, you got no skin in this game. Jack, is better than Peacemaker? I like Top Gun Maverick. No, if, it was but, good. If, I like if, it. No, well, I'm Top sorry. No, Chris, you're wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're wrong. There's just so much fan service in that movie. It's almost hard. It's almost impossible to watch in certain moments. But I, the I, end I like of the movie it. is phenomenal. If the rest of the movie played out like the end of the movie did, it would be top three at this point. Lawrence, wow. watch Top Gun 1 and then, <laughs> and then watch Top Gun not. Maverick. And then you don't back. need to watch one. You might just have a better experience watching the second one. No, 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 no. Actually, actually, that that might be true. Anyone who didn't see the first one might really like this one. Yeah. But if you've seen the first one. Yeah. Or the nostalgia doesn't work on me. You're not going to have the nostalgia from from it. I mean, seeing Val Kilmer in it and not having seen the first one, I don't know that any of that works. You sit there going, why am I watching this scene? 
Why is this important? Yeah, yeah there's too much fan service, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what you got, Jack? No, no, no. Well, let Jack go last. I'm gonna go right now because I know Jack is gonna go on a tangent about many, many things. <laughs> So, what we're going to do is my top three with one honorable mention. Uh, I'm going to say Peacemaker. Yes, sir. Off rip, top of the year, came in hard. Wasn't expecting it. Um, I'm going to go the Batman because, come on, man. It was the of Batman. course. Um, and you know what? Just because I'm going to say my honorable mention is Moon Knight. Moon Knight's and a banger. My, and my third, my third, yo, shut up, Lawrence. Moon Knight is good, all right? I don't well, know, I know what your third is. My third? The Adam Project. Come on, you know. I can't even love Ryan Reynolds, son. What are we talking about? I can't even be mad at you, man. That movie almost made me cry. That movie has some real moments, man. Very sweet. Adam's Project's my honorable mention. Now, that movie, if it had a better ending, would uh, without question be on the top three for me. But it has such a trash ending. The bad guy kind of really turned into a mustache, mustache twirler. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. That was a good movie, though. It was a good movie. But the heart. Oh, my God. The The kid, the the kid killed it, too. Kid killed it. Yeah. Man. Well done, Rich. Well done. Jack. Where you going, Jack? Come on, let's hear it. I've got no tangents, Mm -hmm. but I do have a gripe. Uh-oh. I mean, the like movie that should up. be on my number one, like irrefutably, like stop talking bad about Doctor Strange. <laughs> Doctor Strange, what was wrong with that film? <laughs> Doctor Strange is the biggest letdown of the year. Might be the biggest letdown of the last ten years. Doctor Strange. I wanted that movie so bad. When we uh, we, we had we had a debate earlier this year. For those of you who are listening, might remember it. We had to choose the content we would watch this year, and the one I didn't have to think about was Doctor Strange, top of my list. If I couldn't watch any other movies this year, I'm watching that movie. And that pile of flaming dumpster garbage of a film is not on my top three list. It pisses me off. Those are facts. Jack. I can't argue with that. It's facts. That movie was garbage. That movie was hot garbage. <laughs> you know, and I can boil it down to one question: Where the hell was Vision? <laughs> Marvel comics. That was a question. Well, Marvel if she's studio, if she's searching the multiverse, the only reason she created them kids in WandaVision was to have kids with Vision. Right. Where when the she hell was, was searching Vision? for Vision, them kids like you can make up these fake kids. You don't need to search the multiverse for these kids. You actually and they set it up. up. There's a white Vision that has all of Vision Vision's memories in the existence out there. So where the hell was any version of Vision in this film? Mm. Okay, so that didn't. Okay, I want I, I want to jump on your tangent real quick. I want to ask you a question. If you didn't see WandaVision, do you think it would have been an easier watch? No, it would have been worse because I'm going, who the hell are these kids? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well done. Okay. What's, what's right. your top three? The Batman. Yep. Sonic 2. Really? Oh. Sonic good, 2 checked every box for me. It was fun. It knew what its content was, and Jim Carrey killed it, man. Where that movie went was just... There's a reason why Sonic 2 is the highest-grossing video game film of all time. It didn't fail to deliver. So Sonic 2 goes on my list this year. Um, And then Tokyo Vice is actually my third. I just really, really enjoyed the content. Ken Watanabe is incredible. I thought the kid actor was good, and there's something about uh, Japan that... 
it's like a secret weapon for me. It always kind of resonates for me. So I just, I really dug that content. Mm. A lot of honorable mentions, Adam Project, Chip and Dale. I, mean, I was going to say, Chip and Dale's my, oh, I forgot to add that honorable yeah. mention. Chip and Dale did for me what Sonic did for you. Like it just yeah. it did what it needed to do. But if I'm being honest, man, I feel like the stuff that we were consuming last year was actually in general, way better than the stuff we're consuming this year. Yeah, I mean, we're halfway through. We still have a lot of movies left. We still have a Come lot on. of stuff left. Come on, Thor. I'm I'm holding out for you. If Thor doesn't deliver and they're giving us Gore, the God Butcher, that might be the end of me and Marvel. But you need to go into Thor knowing this is a comedy. Like, just that's, go in. That's, that's fine. That. There, and there's that's fine. But the st- Thor is one of the best villains, dude. You're they better close, bring it. You're too close to the source material. You're going to be so disappointed, man. Right, this will be a case where I'm the problem again. <laughs> <laughs> well, good debate. I agree with everybody except Chris. You, you, can't, you, you can't disagree with me. You've never seen the damn movie. And I will never see right. And I will never see nah, you should. Unmatched. You should see it. You should see it. It's worth seeing. Oh, come on. The, the end of the movie is phenomenal, and the actors are in those jets, and Miles Teller had to go to the hospital for the stuff. All right. The I'm movie's watch, worth watching. I watched the last two episodes of Boba Fett and the end of Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, you should have been watched Boba Fett already. Should I, watch Top Gun. I, should I have watched all of Boba Fett already? We've been saying that for months. Well, Boba Fett's a banger. No, is it? not, no, it's no not a Boba banger. Fett is not a banger, but the yes, last two episodes are good. If, if I can quote Miles and Miles' Thor, that was a banger. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. And the bar has been set. Great debate, guys. But let's get to the reason why we're here. It's It's time time for the the main main event. event. (laughs) Man, we decided to give Rich a little (laughs) hero-gasm. He is all about freaking anime. And we jumped into Spriggan. 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 Spoiler-free review, real quick, synopsis from IMDb. An ancient alien civilization relics on Earth hold dangerous powers, and Arkham Corporation's Spriggan agents must keep them out of the wrong hands. Guys, spoiler-free, real quick, what did you think? I really, I like the backdrop of it. I like the art of it. Um, I had real conflicting feelings about it. It. Mm. Chris, you said, man. On paper, on paper, it, I should have loved it because it dealt with like real, like, you know, real like mythology, real lore. The guy's super powered. He's fighting other super power guys trying to, you know, control these huge powers. But I stick by my man. Man, I'll go next. I'll let, I'll let our anime guy go last. Um, I dug it. It's not really a spoiler, but I was surprised how. Each episode is kind of self-contained, yeah. but they're but they're 40 minutes long. So you're watching like mini movies and I kind of appreciated, it took me by surprise and I was annoyed by it. And then I appreciated like, yo, this is like six movies of watching this guy's journey. Like I'm watching like Diet Mission Impossible over here. So I kind of appreciated it. Uh, more, some episodes more than, than others, but I'll definitely watch season two. I, I appreciated it. Rich, man. What say you? What's your spoiler-free review? Um, I mean, it was decent. It wasn't the best. It's not the greatest, but uh, it was it was a good watch. Really, I want to say had had a decent little story to it. Um, character was pretty generic. Yeah, pretty generic <laughs> character. Um, you know, high school kid trying to be a 
trying to be a high school kid, but you know, he had these uh, other responsibilities. And uh, yeah, that's about it, man. It's a good watch for those who are really not into anime like that. It's a good watch, and even those who who are into anime, you have a good time watching it. It'll be it'll be points where you're annoyed with it, but you know what? You can get you get past those points and you just enjoy the rest of it. Mm -hmm. Nice. Okay. Well, let's let's do our deep dive. We got six episodes here. I'm not going to recap every single episode, but we'll touch them. But overall, guys, I, I, I enjoyed it. You know, you're following like Rich said, this kid in high school and. He pretty much has an, it plays like an old school MacGyver Knight Rider, like an episode a week. The self-contained 40 minutes this is a long anime episodes. But they they all share a similar theme of there's this ancient civilization that used to live on Earth that was technologically infinitely way more advanced than who now populates the Earth. And so there's little relics of their existence that they keep coming in contact with that have extreme power and so we're watching spriggan go on all these one-off adventures to find these ancient artifacts and basically stop total global destruction every episode he stopped he saved the world six times yeah. right in a row yeah <laughs> um pretty much and he pretty much wears this like muscle suit that gives him powers he has skills obviously he knows how to fight and he knows how to use his abilities he's a, he's he's well skilled he's 16 years old in the first episode flame serpent we see him pretty much involved with saving a also 16 year old but she's like a college professor and a friend relic of his friend who, of his who doesn't <laughs> spoiler alert friend of his who doesn't recognize him after like five years yeah i'm looking for <laughs> i'm looking for my friend who looks exactly like you but he was you know five years younger because i haven't seen him in like a decade uh have you seen him do you know him? i'm waiting for him <laughs> man that this might have been my favorite episode though it was like a movie. It was so like self-contained and ended and it, it, the boss fights in each one, I think are pretty dope. Um, then we had Noah's Ark. Which I, see, is very I like the, I like the Ark one. And yeah. that's almost my problem with the content was I, I, I wondered when I was watching Noah's Ark and it was episode two, I was like, shouldn't this be the finale episode? What, what's the series building to? And mm. it's not, yeah. it's like every episode. Noah's Ark was so massive. Yeah. My problem was, how do you go bigger than this? Yeah. How do you outdo this? Yeah. yeah and Noah's Ark was... Noah's what? They should have did that one last. That should have been the last episode. I think so, too. And I really like Noah's Ark for the nature of the content. It's what I liked about the content was it had this biblical ramification. It had... It was... it Like Chris said, it was pulling on lore and mm -hmm. pulling on history that we that we have and been exposed to. I could um, be wrong about this, but I think because uh, Spriggan actually, well, it was a, it's a, it's a manga and it was turned into an anime film back in the day. Right. And I think Noah's Ark was the movie, the base for the entire movie. Uh, so that's why worked. this episode really felt like it had everything, in, but also stopped too soon. <laughs> yeah. Rich, let me ask you a question because you're the resident anime expert. Now, I don't know if I missed it, but the thing that kept me out of this, like, kept me from getting fully engulfed into this material was, mm -hmm. what's up with Spring? Who is he? How, why is he 16? Why is he, does he have power? Does he not have powers? So sometimes like he doesn't. Sometimes he does it like he does. What's the deal with his, with his armor suit? And just, we have no background on this character whatsoever. And if we're seeing him 
saved the world multiple times. I want to know why he's capable of doing this. And, you know, we get a flash in the last episode. We get a flash of his training. Mm -hmm. But it still doesn't explain anything about who this guy, you, I'm going to say, what's his name? You, I'm the side. I'm going to say, it's like something like that. Omni. Yeah. Who is this dude? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know. I am not familiar <laughs> with this content. Or at least with, the, with this story and um, this anime. Uh, this is my first time watching it. I'm, I'm in it with the same as you. From, from what I gathered, this kid is trained. For whatever reason, he has the skills. They they trained, They saw something in him. They trained him up. Like you saw in the... the um, what do they call them? The, the, the Mirage? Yeah. I think the, the Germans Yo. call them. Mm. But he was actually... He had a better name. It was it was so so cold. But anyway, he was cold as hell up. But um him and then the the, very, the last episode. Yeah, Oboro. I like that yeah. one better. That was way yeah. better than Image Mirage or whatever. It's so corny. Anyway, Germans. Pause. <laughs> but um yeah, man. And then the last episode we saw the um the uh the not, uh, not the, that we have anything against Germans, especially our our no, three loyal German listeners who do tune in every week. We see you on the list, y'all. Yeah, it was, it was more so that these, these were listens. Nazi Germans. These were Nazis. These were Nazis. Yeah, yeah. Those we do not endorse yes. for the no, record. No. We hate Nazi Germans. <laughs> but um, and then and then the last episode where you saw the the uh, I think the general the lieutenant. Yeah, that's so that that's the only real background we got was that last episode. And the thing that bugged me out was I was like, this guy doesn't have powers to suit. And then when he's training with him, his eyes glow red and he has no suit. And then he starts doing like nasty next stuff. He sh- he showed. The ability he was—he seemed pretty sensitive with that episode when he was um in the forest with that girl who's like sensitive to 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 chi um the forest of no return like like he was sensitive to impending doom like he has a sense so and it seems like there's a lot of super powered people here so he might have a power that's that he doesn't have physical strength but he has some sort of other ability um. And it's not no. a thousand percent clear, but yeah. But I mean, throughout the throughout the show, you saw him in in the actual suit. Like he always at some, except for when he was like at school, he always had that suit on. That kind of expound on his powers and speed and whatnot. Right, and but, then also and he school, was able he, to concentrate physical uh, psychic force. So. Yes, yeah, which enhanced his suit's abilities. Right. But out of the suit, he barely won a foot race. Not when he jumped out that window in that classroom, though. Which yeah. was also really <laughs> odd, unless he was wearing the suit under his clothes. Or, or, or still, uh, also, keeping keeping perspective, during that foot race, he was injured. Like, yeah, or just you know trying to sell that he didn't have super. Powers. I took it as secret but identity. That scene in school yes. where the teacher throws a chalk and he catches it like catches hey. it. Right. He still has. I think he, the suit amplifies his strength and speed, but he still has all the skill. Right. I feel like right. He, he has something about him, which is why they picked him and trained him and everything. Yeah. So that was that. Probably should let us know. Is the, is the I was cool with it being a mystery because for me, it wasn't about him. It was about the adventures he. But he someone killed his parents, right? Mirage or the other guy, whatever his real name is, alludes to the fact that he killed Spriggan's parents in that episode. Remember? I've been in one of the monologues. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but the, yeah, there is a lot, a lot of exposition in anime. That's that's definitely true, and it did not help this one any bit. But he, uh, when the girl was there, you're getting flashback scenes, and the Mirage character is, you know, Sifu guy who taught him when he was there. Yeah. Said something along the lines of, well, I did have to kill your parents. Uh-huh. 
You guys don't remember that? I might have missed that one. Yeah, I might have missed Well, that. and so that's why I was hoping we were going to get context for how he even got wrapped up in the organization in the first place. Who were his parents? Mm. Well, I mean, it also seems like this is not going to be the end because at the end of episode six, they definitely you know brought along a whole new scene or mm-hmm. adventure that's about to happen. So, I mean, it, this might be done for Netflix. I know Netflix was, is cutting back on their animated uh content from what our last read but mm-hmm. hopefully we'll get some more i mean i i really enjoyed i love the, the 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 supporting characters that popped up in each episode and i wish we got more of them like in that Adam noah's ark Lara croft was the best character in the entire no story. i loved freaking um that lichen dude who when he turns yes. into a werewolf he goes oh, berserk. Yeah, that was the arc i'm yeah. like give me he doesn't really come back does he, he doesn't that's, that was the second episode that was yeah. Noah's Ark. i was like this is freaking dope and then, and then that dude with the long hair, and um, I think he was in was it Crystal Skull, where you thought he was bad? Yeah, Mirage. Mirage. Oh, Mirage. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Dude. So. Can I ask yeah. you a question about that scene? He when he's standing up there, he's 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 telling our our Spriggan, like if you're gonna be a Spriggan, you can't be afraid to kill. But we've we've watched him kill for you know an episode <laughs> and a half before. this killed mad people. I don't yeah. know why all of a sudden it's an issue. I mean, he just doesn't like doing it. Doesn't Batman have an issue with killing? But yet we still seen him kill more. That people. depends on who's directing the Batman. Yeah, who's really directing the Batman? Batman. Well, I think I think our Spriggan still will choose not to take you out. That, right. That's not his first course of action. Where this right. guy is like, this, that should be the only course. Well, and you get that really clear in the uh, the episode where there's an episode where they discover a giant creature. They don't know what it is. They zap it with electricity. The berserker one, and it goes oh, crazy. Yeah. When Spriggan's trying to infiltrate the place, he is surrounded by people. Does not want to engage in a lethal way until he's blown up, and then he goes just ballistic, killing everyone except for he leaves one person knife to the throat and he's going are you really gonna make me kill more people you really want to die do you really want me to kill you so you know it costs him something to do it yeah. no, uh he's still a kid you know he doesn't want to do he it. he didn't really kill people in the first episode like in that first awesome fight scene he took people down and then um right. when he saved the girl from being kidnapped he took uh, bullets and but he didn't really put people out unless like there was no choice yeah uh, he'll put down like monsters and demons and ghouls and Things and you got no problem putting them out, or if they're like, what was it episode two when, when he had when he was fighting against the the American Spriggans? Like he didn't want to he want to kill him, right? Yeah, but his friend had no problem yeah, doing oh, it, oh, yeah. and we saw that that his friend in episode two was also calling him soft. Yeah, so that tracks, Chris. Uh, I guess that so. Tracks. Yeah, well, I guess. he had a moral compass that tracks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I really enjoyed like guy. I, I, I this wasn't Death Note. This wasn't Berserk, but I enjoyed that. It's one of those animes for me that I, I throw on, I enjoy, I pick up when I want to, I put it down when I want to. It was like an easy anime. It wasn't, it didn't require my full commitment. And it still mm-hmm. gave me, you finish an episode, You for me, I was pretty satisfied because I don't need to watch six episodes to find out what's going to happen. It's like MacGyver. It's like what watching Knight Rider, you know, yeah. back in the day. Um, Rich, I have to ask you a question since you're an anime guy. This mm-hmm. is a problem I have with anime, and it's not a real problem. I think it's just the difference between anime storytelling and American animation storytelling. There's so much exposition in anime, and some do it better than others. Right. But this one in particular, you just have people standing there. Baki, we're just going to stand here and 
yeah. talk about why and how and where we come from. And it's so it's so, it's so verbose. And in this case, it's verbose without giving me like flashback images a lot of the times yeah. where I, I lose half the episode. Like I can't talk about details of each episode's plot because so much of it was explained. Yeah. I can talk about the action at the end and how they saved the day. But as far as like what it was, they talked about it all the time. I mean, that's the anime way, man. You, you kind of need that <sighs> explanation of what's going on for some people, you know? They're but they do it right in, like, they do it in the worst t- times, too. You're, like, in the middle of the fight, and then the guy monologues. I mean, uh, you're right. All anime is pretty guilty of this for the most part. They're going to jump into a monologue in a really odd <laughs> spot for <laughs> monologue. Why someone's pausing to punch you to listen to you say what you're saying? Yo, any sense. they will be in the middle of a fight. And he'd be like, Baki, I learned this technique back in Japan when I learned from my Sifu. It's the, I'm like, so you're just going to listen to this guy? I mean, Attack on Titans gives you whole backstories of things before the uh, in odd spots, too. Which is, I, And Attack on Titans is great anime. I, I think this is a big offender here because since they're all one-offs, it's not yeah. like one explanation will serve the next four episodes. Right, right. They got to explain right, everything. Yeah. That episode, yeah. right? Every episode has got to have their explanation. That, that's a good point, too. You know, I mean, even One Piece. One Piece is so notorious for having all this filler content. But I think that's because it was television and television right. has to do a certain amount of episodes. And so mm. you have to fill up your <laughs> your time slot. Um, but that's not the case with Spriggan. That's not what we're watching here. They did six episodes. They did what they wanted to do. And so yeah. they really they chose to put those models. Because well, Arcane is would you consider that an anime? Is that is that considered anime? Yeah, but it's got that Western. And so and that's Western storytelling's not jumping into the maiden butler speech. So right. a lot so this is I don't know if this is like well known term, but actors call a lot of these exposition moments the maiden butler speeches because Back in the day, in theatrical plays, the maid or the butler character would walk on stage and have all this exposition of the characters or the events that you're not able to see so that when the main actors walk back in, you had context. Mm. But you or you really don't, Jack. That's pretty good. So that's a nice fact. Come on. Yeah, yeah. fun facts with Jack. But you really don't need that in this content we're watching. But you know? <laughs> I guess in Spriggan you kind of do because if they're like each episode's a mini movie and we got to set you up for this world every single time. Because <laughs> we're cool with exposition when it's used well, but I guess you have to do it every episode because every episode is a different adventure. Yeah, and um, introducing a different a different villain or a different you know person that he had to go against. Yeah, and they had some type of history at some some point. But, but why do they always stop to go, like like the the American muscle dude with the wife beater shirt who ran in circles like the Flash, but he wasn't that fast. Yes, What's like why he had to talk so much about his powers. Man, you gotta you gotta go. You gotta that, go that, that's there. anime. Listen, that's anime. You know, like I'm faster than you, son. You can't see me. What that's you anime. About? You ain't got nothing on me. What, <laughs> what I thought. I was you good. know what? I don't know if. Uh, and this is a a, a pretty uh, a pretty uh, I don't know what the word is geeky anime to watch, but uh, like Bay Stars, right? Is it Beastars? It's the the one that's set in high school and it's all the animals. I know what you're talking about. I haven't. I don't. I don't think I watched that one. Guys, Chris has checked out of this entire I, conversation. I, I am not an anime guy, and I have no idea what. Yeah, all right, so then let's not worry about, about anime. Let's talk about the content. 
Let's, um, let's talk about the content. The, w- right? What was interesting in this is like everyone, they made fun of Americans, Germans, oh. like oh. Russians. Like they went out of the way to say Japan is the smart ones doing it right. <laughs> and the rest of the world are idiots. Except for at the end where the guy who left the organization said, hey, man, they're not doing everything for the right reason. And th- yep. that, that was planted seeds throughout a few episodes of like, are you right. sure? Um, and I was hoping... I guess if this was an arc and we had a real like strong arc, we would have had to end with him really going deep into what am I a part of? Well, he, <laughs> right. yeah. I think that's, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no. Go, go, yeah. go ahead. I was going to say, I think that's what was missing ultimately for the content. It was, you know, the, the self-serving monologue moments are hard for me, but not having something that connected a through line through the series, mm-hmm. through the season of watching it, I think was uh, just a missed opportunity. I just needed more backstory on these guys in the world and kind of what was going on, you know, because I think that, and I'm more invested in the character and why he, you know, why he is who he is. And I probably enjoyed it more. I'm, I gave it a man. I, I started to enjoy it more towards the later episodes. I really liked the last episode a lot. So it wasn't a total, but if, if it was just me watching it on my own and I wasn't watching it for us to talk about, mm-hmm. I would have shut it off after the first episode, after the first 10 minutes and not watch any of it. Um, I probably wouldn't have finished it either, if I'm being honest. But, uh, but going back to the through line, like it didn't have to be, it didn't even have to be the main plot. It could have been his school. Like if there was something in school that was building towards that sixth episode. You know, he had that race that he promised he'd do for the girl, but who was the girl and why did it matter? Why was she so angry about his life? It's like we needed we needed the supporting characters other than the Tomb Raider thief to to continue to play out and make sense, to build his world and his connections. And if school was such a big thing for him as a person, and maybe that's because that's where his heart is, his moral compass. Is it? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why we kept going back to the school. I think, I think outside of the action, I mean, there is a hollowness to it because even the Tomb Raider girl, why are you doing this? Like, because what you're doing is you're literally risking the lives of everybody here and could possibly bring something (laughs) into our world. That's going to be bad. Like, why do you need to steal? Like yeah, she was she was doing it because son because her father was an archaeologist and she got involved with him and then I guess she just started stealing stuff. But why is it why is it worth the risk? Mm-hmm. Like uh, what is what is uh, see that yeah, that's it. It's definitely more they could have added. I mean, but again, this this came from the manga, so all of that could be answered within the pages of the manga. Probably, yeah, but you choose to put something on the screen, you know. And there's a character not too unsimilar to that in the One Piece series, right? She's not a Tomb Raider, but she's obsessed with money and wealth and stuff like that. And she's constantly putting the team in awkward positions because of it. But you understand it. Like, you understand the Nami character in One Piece. It's it's super clear the way they depict her. In this one, I agree. I'm like, I get the arc, uh, the archetype, but I don't get any of the nuance. And that's kind of true with most of the characters. In that's this true with, you know, Spriggan. Um, what I did enjoy, and... We didn't get depth or, or reasons of why with these characters, but it felt like every villain felt human. Like they weren't just bad. Like the boy in Noah's Ark. Berserk. The Berserker wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. But more times than not, I felt like they had, there was something else there than just yeah. a thing to fight. Even yeah. if it was just a little bit. There was something which, there. Which was actually nice. Because 
the heroes didn't have as much nuance, I feel, as some of these bad guys did. Well, I think some of the bad guys didn't see themselves as bad guys. Some of the bad guys, except, you know, there were a couple, like, like the head guys were, like, really mustache trolling. But, like, the the Americans and some of those superpower guys, they're just, to them, they're the good guys. They're fighting well, for their country. The, the, the spring mm-hmm. in that we had, the, the, the guy that he was fighting in, um, in, the, in, in the forest joint that had a, a power suit, too. Uh-huh. At the end, we realized oh, you guys are exactly the same, just on different sides. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, which was pretty cool. Which was pretty cool. Here's another missed opportunity. <laughs> Not to be negative. I One element I liked about the content was every now and again, Springer would say something really science-based or it was yeah. school-based, like how he beat the Berserker, right? He's like, because laser beams lose their power when they're surrounded by, you know, dense air, dense yeah, air, right? Yeah. And I wish that, and that could have been something that played out where if we'd seen some of those lessons in school and then we see him applying them in his his job or, or something. Or did he learn them in school? school? Yeah, we just see him acing school like he's a he's a you know secret genius. And we understand like he's like Jack Reacher who sees something, all of a sudden he knows everything that's going on. That would he's kind of like Jack. Well, yeah. in the, that last episode when he freaking drove the boat into the missile because he knew yes. that if he got enough speed, yeah. the missile would miss him. Like that's freaking. Well, that's not what it was. He he bet that they would program the missile to do an up before it came down because there was choppy waters. And but so still, the, the, but still, to go to to time it to, to to hope that you time that right is still like that's high thinking. Yeah. Yeah, and we see that even in episode one, we see that his brain, and I think that's the MacGyver element of it, where his brain is kind of three steps ahead of the problem seeking a solution already mm-hmm. you know it's not because reasons, he it could also be one of the reasons why they picked him like he, they, he's out he's you know he's he's out here playing chess while everyone else is playing checkers Ooh. right not to offend all you checkered players out there <laughs> i don't know how to play that's me i don't know how to play chess but i will beat you in checkers <laughs> and connect four rich no, but not reading <laughs> not I won't beat you in reading. Reading's reading, you know. Reading's for losers, kids. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Don't wow. learn how to read. Wow. <laughs> why um, I read comic books. Why I read com- pictures. with pictures. <laughs> um. So yeah, dude. Like, like I enjoyed it. I watched season two. Yes, if this wasn't something for us to cover, I probably wouldn't have gone through all of it just because it's so much other content. But much like Ultraman, I'm like, man, I, 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 I some there's something about this that checks a box for me. Maybe it's the parcel secret identity. Maybe it reminds me of like the shows I grew up on, Freak of the Week, Monster of the Week type thing. I don't know. Maybe the freaking animations. Can we agree the animation is pretty dope? Yes. Yeah, and the yeah, actions. Yeah. I mean, come on. The, the the action is so smooth and so. Yeah. And and since they made it so every episode's an adventure, they were tasked to make every climactic battle different. Yeah. And I felt like it was pretty different. Yeah. And, and the guys he fought. And it's right. grotesque, which is nice. I mean, there's an element of disturbing nature was- to the content. Yeah. yeah. Oh, freaking yeah. the one dude he fought i think it was that big muscle guy like he smashed his head into the ground and the blood just said yes yeah. I mean, and, and the other guy was like literally had little uh you know wire cutter the dude of episode one with like the claw hand and he just yes. cut back and there's just body parts 
I'll say this. If, if, if I were watching this 20 years ago, I would probably be going crazy for the content, but I've seen great content that is equally violent and disturbing and has heart and story. Um, and so I don't know, maybe I'm, I'm a little like, I've been exposed to so many things. Spriggan is, I'm not taking away. It looks good. The, uh, the voice acting is good. The animation is good. The backdrop of the world is actually pretty interesting, but there's something about the content that just kind of fell short for me overall. What rating would you guys give this out of 10? Well, rich. I want to know how rich it was. Yeah. Yeah. Rich. How rich was this content? I would give it. I'll give it a solid four. Wow! Oh, damn, rich. That wow. is not very rich. And now, and for the record, you gave the vampire thing, y'all and Lawrence watched a seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then vampire in the garden is significantly better. Yeah. It was a whole different. Like you got a little bit more of the of the storytelling. It, it just they just did a whole different uh, way. It's of, a it's a story. Yeah. Significantly better. You got way more of what was happening, and it wasn't just like jumping around with the, you know, with with one character to the next character. And you're getting just a little bit of the person's life. Like it, you're literally, they're giving you all of like the breakdown of why she's into this girl, and you know what reminds her of this, and you know them the building a, a bond together, even mm-hmm. though they just met. He was rich. And, yeah, it's pretty it was rich. rich. Yeah, rich. Um, you give this a four. I'll give this a six. I give this a six, Jack. Uh, yeah, I'll agree with uh, Chris. I I probably put it around a five, yeah. something something like that. So two fives, a six, yeah. and a four. So that brings us we brothers of shot of milk. Give this a five. Yep. It is a five on the Richard scale. The Richard, <laughs> Richard scale. I don't know why I hate that <laughs> scale. It's, it's, trying to make it a thing. Okay. Um, we're trying to make everything a thing. Everything we're trying to make T-shirts out of everything we say. Out of everything, you never. Know, Listen, man, how rich is it? Works for me. How yeah, rich, how rich is, is it? it? It's a five, guys. It's, it's a five. five. Yeah. Solid five. Chris. Yes. Recommendations. Yes. Recommendations. That gets so so. That gets more seductive every episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, let me check my list here. So what I put together was I found out I'm not really an anime guy, but if I give it a shot and watch some, I'm sure if I watch something better, then I would get into it faster. But this series kind of grew on me. So this is acquired tastes of cartoons. Ooh, yeah, hmm. The first couple episodes may not be that great, but you stick with it and it gets better. Yeah. Um, number one, Rick and Morty. First couple episodes weren't, weren't that great. You stick with it and it gets better and better and better season over season. Wow. It's so funny you say that because Rick and Morty has been on my list of things to watch for years and I've watched the first couple episodes and I was like, I don't get what everyone's so excited about this get thing. Through, get through season, get through towards the end of season one and into season two. Oh my and God, gets, you got to watch a whole season for it? It? Gets, it gets, it gets good. It gets really good. What do you think, Rich? You're a Rick and I mean, Yeah, I think, I think this, the episodes are quick. They're not, they're not crazy. They're like 30 minutes, like 20 minutes of that. Yeah. I mean, I've seen scattered episodes throughout, you know, and they've been great. But okay, all right, all right. Wait, keep going on the list. I'm excited for the list. Number two, Young Justice. When I first started watching it, I spoke to Lawrence. Lawrence was like, "You got to watch it. It's a banger. It's a banger." And I watched the first couple of episodes. I'm like, "And it's it's just sidekicks." And then it starts to develop. The story starts to develop, and it's 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 in like 
the top top echelons of DC cartoons. But then it start the wheels do start to come. I ha- I haven't uh, even watched Phantoms, so no. I can- let me tell you something. Phantoms ends dope. Okay, that's good to know. Right. There's groupings of episodes that are cringe. Yes, but ends fire. That's okay. all I'll say. Okay, number three is the Avengers cartoon from mid two thousands. Lawrence, I told you about this one. I was watching it. Yeah. Yeah. So it starts off slow because it takes some time to assemble the Avengers. But once they do, it gets good. But then they realize they're getting retooled towards the end of the second season because they want to more closely mirror uh, the MCU. So then they jump in Red Hulk. You get uh, Secret Evasion. You get all these huge story plot lines, Civil War, all jammed into like this last season. So you got to stick with it. It's super dope. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, number four, another another Marvel property, Wolverine and the X Men. So we came off, we came off, you know, X Men '97, which was strong. We had a few other X Men uh, cartoons. Yeah. But Wolverine and the X Men is really, it ends up being really, really, really good. And I'm actually, I'm glad you said that because I had a hard time yes, with the same. first couple episodes. Yeah. So maybe this isn't for me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then my last one is actually an anime, which is one of my, which is the only, the only animes that I really, really liked was Dragon Ball Z. I would catch it in the mornings, in the, the first, the first Vegeta saga I thought was kind of weak. And then once all of a sudden they started fighting and they started like their power levels over 900 and all that stuff starts happening. I'm like, oh shoot, this is kind of dope. I can get down with this. So those are my acquired tastes for cartoons. Oh, every black like person one. likes Dragon Ball Z. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm pre-programmed like Dragon Ball Z. Right? Well, it's all telling. about fighting, eating, uh, <laughs> <laughs> fathers who are not there, wow. raising other people's kids. <laughs> and he does wow. turn into a monkey, everybody. <laughs> he does turn into a monkey. All right. <laughs> well. <laughs> Yo, Dragon Ball Z is dope. Yeah, because you're Gohan, because someone else is raising you while your father's over there fighting the world. Okay. <laughs> oh man. And okay. when they do level up, it is kind of like prison training. <laughs> it is. Well, he's, he's, he's in the yard. He's just in this chamber doing push-ups with zero gravity, but he's just doing push-ups. It's like prison workouts. <laughs> Uh, I, saw, I, saw, I saw a meme and it was it was young trunks talking to gohan and he was like do you know about my father he's like what type of man was he and it showed the old dragon ball z where vegeta was beating the snot out of gohan and he was like he was a dedicated man <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, wait a yeah gotta love it child abuse um <laughs> wow <laughs> On that note. On that note, I hope you guys had a wonderful time, man. We had a good time talking about this stuff. You can catch us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Three Brothers and a Shot of Milk. Make sure you download these episodes and subscribe. Write the review. It helps with the algorithm. Tell a friend, man. We have a good time doing this. Just a bunch of dudes who forgot to grow up. We'll be back. Same bad time, same bad channel. Peace. Peace. No one can see you, Rich. Wow. Two-finger two, two rich. <laughs> <laughs>